0: We haven't yet, as the homeowner representative, been involved in any kind of consultation process, despite numerous promises for this, uh, but there the continues to be delayed. So, you know, why would we need to be? Because we haven't seen the regulations yet. And that includes important details, particularly for County Clare and Limerick, on the damage threshold and if we, if we even get past the damage threshold qualification that has been promised that there would be consultation with all stakeholders involved but we're six months out and absolutely nothing and we've we've written and we've, we've tried several times to get a written confirmation from the Minister and the Department that they will engage in genuine consultative dialogue during any review of the regulation but there's been no real uh, comeback on that
1: It seems Martina that there are quite a few questions that remain unanswered for Pyrite homeowners in this county, just how many unanswered questions are there?
0: Well, a lot, and, and bear in mind as well that it hasn't been officially confirmed yet uh, from the Minister, from his department, Claire, that the scheme will, uh, at the commencement, uh, uh, include Clare and Limerick. This, this is something that has to be actually actioned officially in the legislation by the Minister. Um, so we need assurances now. We need a written confirmation that Clare Limerick can join once these, the... the a long delay on the on, on actually rolling it out six months after the bill was passed. but so once it is officially passed and the regulations are in place, it's actually ready for us as well because it's not you know it's assumed we're there, but that has to be motioned and actioned by the minister himself.
1: The Minister has obviously visited Clare and, you know, when he was speaking about the the, the, the kernel of the essential issues of the, the current scheme, he said that, you know, the concerns of homeowners in relation to cost recovery and assurances regarding the remediated homes would be addressed through immediate actions. I'm assuming you all took him at his word and it must be extremely disappointing that there has been no immediate action. Yeah,
0: unfortunately you know, politicians are good at, at uh, putting up slogans but when it comes to do do their their actions actually match their words, and that's that's unfortunately now we've had too many broken promises and too many delays. We are six months out. Why are we six months out? This scheme was, was supposed to be up and running. Uh, you know, all of the all of the regulations were supposed to be completely sorted by the end of last year, and we were we were promised quarter one. And that that date is being pushed out and pushed out and pushed out. We have no actual date. Now, of course, there are issues around. Obviously, the damage threshold. We need details. The you know, do we qualify? And when you even think about that, Alan, if you have defective blocks in your house, they are defective product. Full stop. You know, this notion of an abstract uh, cosmetic damage visual threshold, while the blocks are rotting away, they've lost compressive strength. To full of sulfur materials, and they're just crumbling away that if it visually looks fine the equivalent would be if you went into a doctor in the morning and you you know you said look at i look sick i think i might have cancer could you have a visual inspection there just have a look at me uh, and see where do you think i've got tumors you know Um, and then and then the doctor said yeah yeah you know i think i think you don't look sick enough come back in five or ten years and we'll have a look at you we won't do any tests though that's the exact equivalent of what this damage threshold is going to be, a visual inspection on the surface only, which is utter nonsense and not backed up by signs. Now, also, they are forcing homeowners to rebuild on potentially unsafe foundations. Now, if you saw there two nights ago, um, the primetime uh, piece, it's now being confirmed that it is in Westford as well and Carlo. And they've got Pyrite in the foundations, exactly the same as Donegal. Now from, from what we know what's emerging in Wexford, that's a Pirate County as well, it's not a mica county. So we're a Pirate County, so is so is Limerick, so is uh, Mayo. So this idea of Foundations is the it's notion up to this point that it was something specific to to the geological um location of Johnny Gall or something in the in the blocks there. That's utter nonsense. If it's in Westford's Puritans Foundations, there's a good chance it's here as well. So they're going to put whatever many hundreds of thousands per house uh, to build on top of foundations that could actually in four or five years, as it's happened already in Donegal, that the house will start crumbling again. I mean, that is a waste of, of money.
1: And yeah, and I guess at a time where uh, you'd wonder where the government will find the extra money, you know, we've spoken on the show before about the 5 billion surplus they've recorded in Exchequer returns, but as Pascal who pointed out to us when he was on the show, there'll be a lot of uh, groups and various sectors uh, that will be looking for that money and you'd wonder just how much of it will be there to uh, address your situation.
0: It came out last month that the surplus is, is running at about 84 billion. It's the biggest surplus This tax intake in the history of this state. This is the the government that has taxed the people into the ground. And also, of course, they've got a record corporation coming in from the big international corporate tax. You're looking at our hospital situation as well. There are people dying on trolleys and they're sitting on a war chest of tens of billions in euros in this country. Now, we are the taxpayers. I pay so much tax and I've paid so much tax in my working life. I could build two houses in the morning if they paid that back to me. So it's utter nonsense. Now, we're we're also looking at what's just happened with the second scheme that's rolled out. They're talking about was 2.7 billion for the defective concrete block grant scheme. It is now 2.5 billion for the defective apartment scheme. Now, unless I was asleep in the last year or two, which I certainly wasn't, I didn't see the level of stress, anxiety, necessity for ordinary homeowners and workers like me to go out onto the streets of this country and ask for justice and redress for what has been done to me and homeowners like me. Now, of course, we stand with the ordinary apartment holders uh, and, and homeowners who are impacted by this. But by the way, it doesn't matter. If you if you have a house with defective uh, de- uh, defects in it, uh, they're not going to be addressing that. They're only addressing the big apartment blocks. Now, who owns those big apartment blocks besides the small? Person, You know, the ordinary homeowner. You're looking at big vested financial interests. You know, pension funds, huge hedge funds, uh, stocks and bonds. And they have passed and they're going to pass that in to legislation. It's the same. It's the same two point something billion and rising of my, my taxpayer's money that's been put into it. And there's been no 10 years necessity of leaving people rotting. The ordinary people like me rotting in those those uh, situations. But that's what they're doing to us. There is massive, massive discrimination going on here against the ordinary taxpayer. I am an ordinary taxpayer. The tens of thousands of people that are impacted by defective building materials, defective uh, structural issues, defective materials that are put into this market, unregulated by the government, and they have the gall and the audacity to come back and try to malign us and say it's our problem. No, they did this to us.
1: You were all given assurances, Martina, that the, this new scheme would be running by the first quarter of this year. We've now moved into the latter half of January. Do you have any hope or do you envisage the scheme being operational, being up and running by a uh, the, the quarter one of 2023?
0: Well, it's not looking good. We're six months out. Why are we six months out? You know, I mean, I mean that, that in itself is ridiculous. It's inefficiency. And from everything that we have, uh, we met with our council here, uh, the Fair Pirate Action Group representatives met with our council on the 7th of December and we could tell from that meeting that they did not have the basic the basic answers from the department to questions um, on the uh, rolling out and also the administration, like very basic project management questions. There's no long-term planning in this. you are talking about so far the the biggest grant in the history of the state, and they haven't put proper project management um, and timelines and deliverables one of the questions I asked was, "What is their benchmark for the number of homes that are going to enter the scheme, be remediated and fixed? What's the timeline for that on an annual basis for a scheme?" And bear in mind that, that, that it was extended over five hundred million specifically to get it up and running as well in County Clare and Limerick. They had no answers, and they had no answers because the department hadn't provided those answers. And you, you, like we are ordinary homeowners. I work. I'm a full time worker. I'm a taxpayer. I have to go in and ask the questions and then it has to go up through the system. Why is that happening? It's it's a designed and deliberate uh, inefficiency to ensure that this is going to be as slow as possible, that they're going to be as inefficient as possible, they're going to be as uninformed as possible, and um, so that it will prevent people actually getting redress. And bear in mind, it is not 100% redress.
1: We saw yesterday the, the fully funded redress scheme for apartment defects approved by the Cabinet. What's your, your feeling on that? I mean, the statement... From the Defective Concrete Homeowner representative says that those trying to secure remediation for pyrite and mica are being discriminated against. It also mentions concern that you're being deprioritized, which I guess, given the various other issues, shall we call them, that both the Department of Housing and the government indeed are having to deal with, that there's a real concern that their attention may be deflected or directed elsewhere and away from your situation and your problem. Well,
0: exactly. That that is the second scheme. So that scheme is estimated at two point five billion. Now, our scheme for the defective concrete blocks is two point seven billion. So it's the same on the the coffers of the state on the, the tax. You know, uh, when you're looking at it, um, the issue where are really that's very pointed to us, Alan, is how quickly this is being processed. You know, so if you look at the long the longer I suppose timeline of this you have counties like Donegal and Mayo who have had to protest for 10 years already uh, over a decade and to be sitting rotting in increasingly dangerous homes and you can imagine a decade of suffering. Now we in Clare know exactly about two years of suffering and having to put everything we have our whole lives into just trying to get help and redress and inclusion and acknowledgement and then suddenly Suddenly, this is happening. Suddenly, and a, a comparatively uh, expensive programme is being, it's being passed without any Ferrari, without any, without any of the toxic maligning of ordinary homeowners that's been going on in the press and, and putting it back on us as if we've done it, as if we're some kind of scammers who are asking for justice in this country, as if we, the taxpayers, are actually the problem. And in the morning, that could be passed. You know now you have to, you have to wonder like what is the difference here and as I said there earlier the difference is who owns who owns these type of buildings of course there are ordinary homeowners like me and and this of concrete block scheme uh, the, the people that are impacted there but on the bigger on the bigger level these are huge hedge funds they are pension funds they are financial vested interests in this country with political power to push government to pass this to, to shore up building and it's not the lives of, of, of individuals like myself that they're really worried about, it is that. And that, that's the difference. And of course, there is actually as well, we're concerned about the urban-rural divide. When there was the uh, pyrite remediation scheme and pyrite emerged uh, on the east coast, um, that, was, that was, they say, fixed relatively quickly. But actually that is an illusion as well, because the damage threshold that they put into that scheme, ensured that at least 90% of people were turned away from that scheme ordinary homeowners as well and they're still sitting in those damaged houses trapped trapped in, in damaged properties
1: We have to leave it there but